Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I can't believe we're in season two of this thing. This thing that I just randomly started. Anyway, um, as I already told you guys, this season we're going to be having some amazing features. And today we have one of said features on the podcast. Guys, you've probably seen his face. His face on in black and white somewhere on the internet most likely on instagram um he is a content creator he's a teacher he knows a lot of things and he sees a lot of things and his name is salem king hi salem hey Tosin. thank you so much for having me i'm glad to be here very welcome i love you know what i love i love this professionalism that you're bringing i love this voice i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i love how you entered here with the spirit of a speaker because you know i my people i take them very seriously even though i'm a joke and i'm always cracking joke you know i like to portray my brand as if i have sense so i really appreciate this energy you've come here with how's your day going though my day's going okay it's the holiday i've been resting just resting i'm not feeling guilty eating sleeping waking up repeating it's been amazing I aspire to perspire to be like you. Um, I think that's that sounds that sounds like the life I want to be living. I'm also on a break from work, but mm-hmm. in my true toxic fashion, I'm working even though I'm on a break. So I don't know. Um, like I'm working on some personal projects. So definitely not like fully resting like you, but I'm definitely taking it slower. So good to hear yeah. that you know yeah. you're chowing. What'd you say? Baby steps baby steps exactly baby steps good to hear that you're doing you know you're resting and you're eating those are things that i aspire to um so i just wanted to start with the podcast um getting you to like introduce yourself um for people who are under a rock who maybe don't know who salem is in a nutshell can you tell us who you are what you do my name is salem and i make noise on the internet really i'm a content creator okay. uh, i make videos for the most part but I, I just talk about the things that make me mad and things i think people can do better in different areas um but over time i find or i found that a lot of the stuff i talked about even though it cut across many different fields it focused on how to help creators um find clarity you know um because i always i always just taught and shared from a place of what i was learning in my own life and Mm. my life was the life of a creator right even when i didn't know that it was so me sharing from that place the people who gravitated to me ended up being like mostly creators so those are the people i cater to for the most part but yeah that's amazing and i think that's a very interesting niche um i want to talk a bit about how you got here so you know excuse me um see i know you've listened to my podcast before but let me this is a good time as any to tell you that i've always burping on my podcast and my listeners know and they appreciate the spice that it brings to the podcast i seriously doubt that they appreciate um, that <laughs> well here we are oh um, so i wanted to ask just about how you got here because yeah I know very well acquainted with the fact that you are born and raised in Nigeria. And I'm also very well acquainted with the, you know, typical career expectations in a Nigerian home. So I, you know, wanted to just find out a bit about your, you know, your origin story, where you grew up specifically, um, you know, the kind of family you're in, 
and you know what you did in school yeah um so i grew up in a conservative northern family uh in nigeria and i i studied economics i mean most people don't believe this but yeah i have a degree in economics <laughs> i know right i was terrible at it but at the time when i was making decisions to study economics i was 15 years old right and i didn't know what i wanted i wasn't sure what i wanted to do in my life so my dad is like yo this is something that's interesting you could study it become an investment backer you'd be rich and stuff i'm like okay let's do that right i mean for the money so i decided i was going to do economics i wasn't sure how it would turn out i just looked at my options and it looked good right because i was in school and i was good at economics in secondary school then i went to uni and discovered it was not the same (laughs) (laughs) but i think i was already in i think i was already in like year three when i started to learn that i may have made a big mistake when there was like statistics and econometrics and so many other things mixed up with the economics right it wasn't just demand and supply anymore there was math there was statistics there was you know all of that stuff and it was too late for me i just had to graduate so i just found a way managed and i graduated was a miracle (laughs) if you have any economics homework in secondary school please do not bring it to me <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> right? Um, but even when I was in school, if you had asked me, say then what do you want to do when you grow up, I would have said I want to teach. And if you asked me teach what, it would have been a very difficult question for me to answer. It was really difficult because I didn't feel like the kind of book smart to pursue academia, right? Yeah. But I also knew that I had a passion for transferring knowledge because I mean I'd I'd read a lot of books and the way I would make sense of, of whatever I was reading is I would imagine myself explaining it to someone else and that's how I made sense of everything that I ever understood. Mm. And I just knew I had a passion for transferring knowledge. If you were my friend and I was reading an interesting book, God help you if I catch you in a corner. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you hear all about it, you know, uh so when I left school, I got a, I went for NYSC. I was teaching English in a secondary school for a year. After that, I, you know, I still had that passion for teaching. I started to follow certain people who were like motivational speakers and life coaches. I loved what they did in how, you know, and how they showed people who they are and empowered them to chase their dreams. And that's stuff I wanted to do. But I mean, I was 20 years old or 21 at the time. I'm like, who's going to listen to me? Even if I, I, I have some knowledge or some insight about certain things, which people would I gather and say, oh, come, let me teach you. Like, who would listen to me? I'm just a fresher with life and all so i got i took a job in marketing with a real estate firm i was in marketing and i just did that for a while at the time i i played around with instagram a lot in my free time i just really liked it and at some point um i don't know if you know did you use snapchat ever to see wow i don't know do you think i like 12 of course i, did. I don't i'm just checking now of, of course i used to <laughs> why are you always defensive wow anyway. that's an attack <laughs> but yeah i did, I did use snapchat anyway i hated snapchat i hated snapchat so much because you had to post real time and for you to post real time that means your life had to be interesting 
you get so it had to be like friday night i'm popping bottles and stuff i don't know at least that's how i saw it like your life had to be interesting for you to be on snapchat and have people want to see what's going on anyway at the time instagram stole snapchat's idea and introduced stories that was my miracle (laughs) because on instagram stories you could like on snapchat you had to record real time on instagram you could edit outside of the app you know and present the information in the way you want it to be on the app i don't know if you get i get what you mean yeah and that's what like i just went crazy with that i started to make a story out of almost everything like i would be dressing up to work and i would use that opportunity to teach something i was just learning from a book i was reading or someone i was listening to or just you know my own epiphanies i would just share while i dressed up to work i made these fun videos and I would only post them to my stories because they disappear after 24 hours, right? I didn't want anybody else to know that I had all of this happening in my brain. It was just a, an experiment, a playground for me, an outlet of some sort. So, um, at some point, like, people started to see those my videos on my Insta stories, maybe like 50 people on a good day. <laughs> but, you know, one of them started to encourage me and like, yo, post this on your feed. And I'm like, no, no freaking way. I'm not posting these videos on my feed. Like, post it on your feed. People want to see this stuff. I'm like, nope, no, I don't think anybody wants to see this. Like, you put it on your feed, put some lo-fi hip-hop music in the background, you know, and all of that. <laughs> and so I did that one day, but I didn't just want to post one. I didn't want to just post and stop because, I mean, I know how terrible of a procrastinator I can be. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do 30 days of videos and i'm going to start posting on my feed but i'm going to start with a bang and so at the time i had 1500 followers on instagram i'm like if i can put out these videos um, if i can put out 30 videos in 30 days and my following goes from one five to two thousand that would make my day like i would feel like i've blown i'll be happy right this was just something at the back of my mind it wasn't even a goal it was more like a wish anyway i start putting out these videos every day and you know i hit the 2k mark in like three or four days then at the end of the month at the end of the month after the 30 days i didn't want to up to 30 videos i did 21 videos because at some point i had to slow down because my account was growing too fast at the end of the month i was at 5,000. so i went from this guy who used to get like i don't know 100 200 likes on something to getting 1,000 yeah. and getting hundreds of comments and it was just a lot and to me at the time when all these people were commenting and stuff i started to comment like i would reply every comment i'll stay up and reply every single comment at the time well the only thing that was happening in my mind at that time was these people were kind enough to like engage with my stuff the least i can do is reply right and sometimes when i would reply i would tap on the person's profile to like just find out a little about them so that i can give like a personal comment and not just reply with fire emoji or love oh my god i actually remember this i actually remember this because i i think i found your account like literally during those days like that you just referred to you actually blew up and i was seeing your face everywhere and i followed you (laughs) that way and then you posted obviously because you're doing daily right so you posted every day next yeah. day and i remember i commented so you remember how i was just saying how we started talking blah 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 like before we started recording the podcast um mm-hmm. i actually now remember so what happened was i i commented 
on a post mm-hmm. that you posted maybe the next day after apology or something and then you replied saying oh thank you tasha like that was, according <laughs> to you i looked slash looked like tasha Cobbs, and i remember that that was a very very personal touch and i had actually yeah. gotten that like comment before that i looked like tasha Cobbs, although i've never admitted this to you um yeah. So yeah, that was like for me as you know someone who used to watch your videos or who had just started watching yeah. your videos, such a personal connection that I guess helped me like become a loyal fan girl as yeah. I established previously. Yeah, you know what's weird? I feel like in a lot of ways I was just lucky. Well, not entirely, but at the time I didn't know that what I was doing was like a strategy, like, like a community building strategy. Do you get? Like I said, all it was is these people took time out of their day to engage they didn't have to the least i can do to say thank you is to reply them and to not just reply them randomly but to reply them in a generous and specific manner and mm-hmm. that's just what i was doing I, it was just my human being thing to do do you get yeah uh, so it would it would be so my account continued to grow do you get 5k 7k 10k and you know after a while people start to dm me like oh can you help me post this how much do you charge and i'm like charge (laughs) (laughs) wait are you telling me i'm sitting on money (laughs) what (laughs) and then i start to learn about stuff like media kits and um rate cards i started to i started to attend classes both free and paid on content strategy personal branding um creative storytelling all of those topics that i teach now and at the time it was when i was attending some of those classes i'm like yo i know this thing now i've been doing this thing with my videos Mm. right so like community building you know many of the things they they mentioned and taught was like you know replying members of your audience in a very personal way tapping on their profile to check with you. I'm like, yo, I've been doing this thing. I didn't even know it was a strategy. <laughs> and it's, it turns out I was dancing my way into people's hearts without even knowing. Yeah. I was helping myself stand out and building a solid personal brand by making all my videos black. And white. I had no idea to get. Like, maybe if you ask me later, I'll talk about why my videos are black and white. And, you know, I was posting daily. I didn't know that if you post daily, it increases the chances that you might you can grow faster. I also didn't know that videos at the time had 37% more engagement rates than um, normal photo posts. I had no idea. Like, it was just all... I think in, in a lot of ways, it was serendipitous to get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got to a point where I had to start taking responsibility. I could no longer see it as this thing that happened to me. I started... I had to take it up and you know say okay this is my life now how am i going to leverage it and make the best of what i do have now how can i monetize this how can i do this how can i make this up into a career mind you this whole time i had a job that i was still doing <laughs> right and so i would go to work at eight come back at five and live this other double life for the rest of the night yeah i i actually like remember being on one of your lives one day and you were talking about you starting to take you know this thing that had happened to you more intentionally and you know you had mm-hmm. decided that you wanted to um basically build more structure around it and you were talking about all these things and i remember one mm-hmm. of the things that you were saying was how you know in the beginning you could reply everybody you could engage with everybody um but like you're starting mm-hmm. to realize like that in the long run isn't sustainable anymore 
and yeah. so that was you know one independent event but then after that live i remember you launching you know community spelt you know c o m m y o u n i t y very cool play on words on words but anyway <laughs> so you launched community which is basically just you creating exactly what that sounds like a community you know around what you do and teaching people to do the same um yeah so i'm kind of curious like so far how has that been working for you in terms of not being as you know available or it not no longer being able to have that one on one connection with so many people how are you still able yeah. to have that sense of community with your audience yeah um so one so there's more than one thing but first of all i make a very strong effort to do for one what i wish i could do for everyone right mm. um if i if i if i replied every single day my god i wouldn't have a life Yes. Right, like there's there's hundreds of people messaging me every day, and if I don't want to burn out, I can't reply every single one of them. So, um, two things. One, I like to I make it a point of it to do for one what I wish I could do for everyone. So, some days I can only do for one person. I can only do for five people. Some days I can only do for twenty or fifty to get. That's as much as I can do. And on another hand, I also delegate. a lot right um i do not delegate my dms or comments replying because i feel like you shouldn't outsource a personal brand you get that's just my philosophy it's not a rule or anything um but like the other work i do like my classes i have someone on board with that like i employed someone who runs the academy the booster academy right so the instagram pages all of that payments clients all those calls i also have a business manager so like with my email there's somebody who responds to all my email if you want to hit me up for work i'm going to redirect you to my manager right so mm-hmm. i don't have to deal with all of that you get like now i know you and we're cool so we could just text and back and forth okay when is okay for us to record let's record if for someone else they would have to go through my manager because there are 50 other people madu can i just digress here and say madu while i follow get access what's, this? <laughs> what's <laughs> doing you <laughs> anyway yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's me admitting that i can't do so the, on on some days there's someone saying oh my gosh thank you selem you're amazing and then somebody else who is saying selem hasn't replied my dm for a month wow. and as much as it hurts i i have to be okay with that because i can't set myself on fire to keep other people warm to understand so um i also need me time because if i want to you know ev- everything that made me relevant was everything that made me relevant came from the time that i spent building myself when no one knew who the heck i was right yeah all the investment i made and all so the thing that would take me to the next level of my life and career and everything is the time i take to invest in myself now and i can't do that if i'm only busy catering to other people yeah that i love that yeah so these are things i understand and that's why i put time and energy into creating that ebook so that people start to take responsibility for creating micro communities and not just depend on you know 
ACLM King. I don't know if you get. So every yeah. time someone who has been through my class or someone who I have taught or mentored goes ahead to like create their own class or start to build their communities, my joy, do you understand? Because I don't want to be at the top of the pyramid. Yeah, I get that. Do you understand? Like, you know, we don't want one person at the top because that person at the top gets spread thin. It's, easy, it's better for us to like have or have it just spread around. It's better for us that way. And even in 2021, I'll be doing more stuff that will take, you know, responsibility off my shoulders and to people who need the responsibility to grow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like everything you've been saying resonates so much with me because, you know, I I think I shared this with you before that I'm working on launching a course and it is scaring me so much and i'm finally at that point where probably by the time the episode is out actually like i would have said promoting the course and i am scared silly but like there's certain things you shared right um one is just being someone who knows yourself right like you know you knew from you know a young age that you wanted to teach you didn't know how you wanted to teach you didn't know you know what you were going to end up teaching but you knew that about yourself and you've kind of just like been working on yourself in the sideline you've ignored the you know i'm too young i'm too this i'm too that um mm-hmm. and you know you just keep going right um so mm-hmm. on that note i know that there's a lot of young people that follow you i think you know your your audience skews quote-unquote young um and mm-hmm. I was just curious, like, when, you know, you see people who are now younger than you, because obviously, before, I'm, I'm guessing you probably felt like you were the youngest person in the room most of the time, but I'm also mm-hmm. guessing that now you're starting to see people that are even younger than you. What yep. is your advice, you know, for someone who wants to, who has um, a lot of ambition, but is still mm. young? Yeah, I, I would say you, you need to be okay with not being an expert. Like it's fine, you know. I see, I see a lot of young people who, um, because of how social media is set up now, there's no, um, there's no gatekeeper. You get like you can literally just come on today and call yourself anything. And I just see people come out of nowhere and I'm like, I'm the this coach, I'm the so and so guru, so and so expert. And I'm like, why, <laughs> why, Jonas? Like, why? Who are you racing against? Yeah. Where are you rushing? What is where's this coming from? Why do you feel the need to call yourself what you are not? Do you understand? And then I realize it's because they feel like if I don't say that I am this, then I don't get the opportunities that come with being that. I'm like, yeah, that's fine because you're not that. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And I think we just need to be more accepting of the fact that the journey is more important than any one destination to get. Yeah. Um, of course, the milestones are important. Milestones are important, but it, every milestone adds up to the journey. Do you understand? So we should just be okay with not. Don't try to be a guru. Admit to yourself that I'm in the early stages of my career. One of the things that gives me confidence to teach because some people ask me like, "You're because I started when I was like 22 uh, with social media, and now I'm 25." And people say like, "You're 25. How come you're so confident?" And I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> I'm not. I just share my journey. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, I just talk about and whatever I don't know very well, I don't speak on it. Wow. I just leave it alone. Do you understand? Like, I have nothing to prove. 
if i don't know it i won't talk about it there are certain topics that people will send me dms about and how i'm like i don't know i'm very fine with saying i don't know i love that I f- yeah that, you know, that that's a very huge thing yeah i mean i learned this from today recently it's like you have a responsibility to constantly demystify yourself right because once you come out on social media and call yourself one thing you're asking people to put you on a pedestal and you can't live up to the standards that you're setting when you call yourself something do you understand so be very okay with going through the process let people see you go through the process it doesn't make sense for you to have only been doing something for a year or two and then you come and put the guru or the expert in your bio you might know a lot about it but you're no freaking expert you just haven't done it long enough to be do you understand and that's fine it doesn't make everything you do invalid it doesn't it doesn't mean the work you do is less important than the work of the expert it just means like most times the difference between you and the expert is not it's not more talent it's not greater talent it's not greater um you know it's time time is the difference you know so it's really important for us to be dedicated to investing small deposits of time over a long period of time yeah. like you're paying your dues especially with social media now it feels weird because people always make you feel like you've arrived but you're paying it just so happens that you're paying your dues in front of everyone do you understand the fact that you're an influencer and you have 30,000 followers like you said I'm king does not mean that you are exempt from the rules of life mm-hmm. do you understand if you have to take a job as an intern take the freaking job the difference between you like because you, you might say oh i have a podcast i can now go and i can go somewhere i have a, i have an audience of fifty thousand online i can't <laughs> if you come oh from an God. african family yeah you'll be humbled because <laughs> like me now i i'm in my i'm in my family for the holidays and stuff and nobody cares man nobody cares i, I hear you like that's definitely something that i've been learning to not take myself so seriously um yeah. because i think sometimes like because on this podcast yeah, we keep it real like these people that listen to my podcast every week know my whole life by now um but i'm definitely one of those people that i i tend to fall into the habit of wanting to do everything perfectly right so for instance like with my course like what has been one of the things that's been holding me back I'm, I'm working on a course for people i'm working on two courses but the one that's coming out first is for people who are looking for work in advertising or not not even specific advertising just any creative field right um so like nine to fives and it obviously like is tailored towards the canadian market but i've been struggling because it just feels like bro like i didn't have a job until which day like you get what i mean like i you know i worked at internship early early on in 2020 and then i started working full-time in um advertising in august so what gives me the right to like teach on this but you know like it's one of those things where i've sat down and i know that i know what i'm saying um and it's like the fact that i am this person who just got hired and who um was job hunting in 2020 during a pandemic is the exact reason why i can tell you you know how to go about this journey right and like having shared that with mm-hmm. people like without anybody watching and watch watch those people get jobs like now i know this thing and i know that you know i can share that knowledge but how do i come out and tell people like yo i want to teach you how to do this thing um 
and I've been I've been talking to people that have been helping me check that imposter syndrome, right? And I remember like this um, person that I used to prep for her interviews that now is working in one of the top agencies here. <laughs> Ironically, in a role that's higher than my role. I was talking to her and wow. she was like, you know, like she said basically just what I said about how like she had paid literally the same amount that I'm trying to charge and she didn't get any value. Um, but then, you know, in talking to me, it was that practical, real life approach. And then it hits me. And then she, she was, she went on to kind of say like, she feels like there's a gap, right? Like that it's a great idea that I want to do this because there's definitely a gap and she would have paid me. Like she would have paid someone like me for what I want to do at the time that she was job searching. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me that, listen, like the positioning I'm searching for, right? Like this you know, recruiter position. Because I, I always felt like, oh, if I was a recruiter, if I was this, like, it would make more sense that I wanted to do this. But then she was like, no, like, I'm ta- like I, I, I'm tired of all these people that are saying, oh, I work in HR, I work in this. No, I want somebody who is like me, like who, you know, and that that's where she feels the need is and that's where the value is. And it's just, you know, it's crazy because here I was beating myself up because I wasn't all these things. And literally, my target audience is like, now we don't want all those things we want you you know and like to your point i feel like that's what a lot of people are missing because i was you know i've been i've been observing quietly a lot of things that i've been seeing on social media recently with people that need to be learning feeling a burden to teach because they feel like they and it's not like nobody i don't think there's ever a point where you can start to teach i think as long as you know something and everybody knows something you can teach yeah yeah there's always someone exactly that you have exactly at any level, at literally any level so you need to find because people people constantly there's this thing i see people constantly compare themselves to people they should be learning from right so a guy like me who's been doing the social media thing and training creators for two years i look at somebody who's been doing it for 10 years and i'm like oh my gosh they're able to charge a thousand dollars for this and this and this and i can't i'm so useless <laughs> and you know i need to that's 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 unfair to myself you know because they've been doing it for a while and they've made a lot of mistakes and all of that but on your side you're just beating yourself up but there's someone who needs what you have and that person that needs what you have at the level where you are you may not be able to charge them one thousand dollars for it and that's fine it's it's you you know it's you recognizing your value the first time um i wanted to do a class i wasn't sure how to go about it because i just felt like how do i charge people money for to teach them this thing that comes naturally to me do you understand like am i not cheating <laughs> them <laughs> i didn't know like that should me money but because i wasn't so sure so i did a free class first to get me. i'm like okay let's let's do a free class like, at least no pressure nobody can say oh i spent my money and you did rubbish because it was free do you understand so i did the free class i the free class helped me to validate my ideas so i saw that hmm so when i teach this this is what happens to people when they apply it. <laughs> wow okay i'm charging money for this and then i started to charge and first few times were still weird but then over over like some weeks or some months i start to see results and i realized that the results these people get from applying what i teach is like way more valuable than what they did 
than what I'm charging. So now I'm not ashamed anymore, right? Like I'm not even I don't even feel anything when I have to sell, because I feel like I have a solution. There's a certain problem you have that I understand better than you, and you need to pay me to figure it out. Because I understand it better than yeah. you. Just it's the same reason why you call a plumber rather than fixing the pipes yourself. Because he understands the problem better than you. It's your problem. <laughs> but he understands you know what's it funny is I feel like with you specifically, it's not even just your knowledge that is your value it's your ability to teach um because i i mean i've been part of one of your classes right and you obviously like having been part you have a way of simplifying stuff and making it relatable and making content digestible i was telling somebody that like the class i signed up for ironically is the the core of it is stuff that i learned in school right because i studied advertising um, and I believe I I can't remember what the name of the class was, but it was basically about um, storytelling, I believe. Um, and I remember telling somebody that, in as much as quote unquote, this is material that I can say that I know, there is that approach that Salem brings of making it digestible in a very clear way, in a very concise way. That you are going to come for this class for what? I think it was like three days and you're going to take this material away mm-hmm. and somewhere you know somehow there's one student in a classroom sitting in for a whole semester learning the same material obviously learning other things too but then going through that whole long journey to get this thing yeah. that you know you're getting in such an accessible way um so yeah i think mm-hmm. that that's really what we add um okay so i i also wanted to talk about this year specifically um What's a year? <laughs> What's a year? I decided I was going to ask you about 2020 before even seeing your stories um, from yesterday going into today. Um, you asking people how their years yeah. went. And I've been reading some of those stories and more. That's the only thing I can say. Omar. Omar. <laughs> <laughs> Because what's a year? So for someone like you who is in the public eye, um, you know, social media has kind of been your work for a couple years now. Yeah. Um and this year more than ever social media really really took center stage i'm just curious about what you've learned and maybe any perspective new perspectives that you have or old perspectives that you dropped this year well um this is like a little more personal but i'd say i stopped separating social media friends from actual friends you know there's this whole idea that <laughs> like one day i told someone oh that's my friend and they're like oh she, she your instagram friend or like your real friend I'm like you know she's just my friend because <laughs> um this year i've had some of the greatest support and um love and empathy from people who i have uh-huh. never met who i don't even know ever meet them right so it's just it's just different for me i've learned a new kind of connection i've learned it connection now has a new meaning to me right i mean i prefer to connect over food coffee fried yam chicken but if it's over a facetime call that's that's still good that's still human that's still fresh yeah i guess i guess so that so that has changed for me uh I'm also my my mind is also very open like I don't I don't think about stuff in a linear manner anymore 
you get i don't think about anything in a linear manner because from any way that we could have been surprised <laughs> in 2020 2020 found a way to surprise us True. <laughs> you get like recently a friend of mine an older a much older friend of mine we're just playing and it's like, yo, he's broke. And I'm like, send your account number. Which was a joke because, I mean, he's the one that dashes me money, not the other way around. And he was like, yo, you'd be surprised. I'll send you my account number. I said, see, it, this 2020, I can't be surprised. <laughs> Nothing can surprise me again. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> like, if you, for real, like, if you beg me for money, I won't even be surprised. I'll look for it and send it to you. I feel you. You know, and yeah, that's just what it's been like for me. I've I've unlearned so much, and I'm kind of in the process of like refilling my mind. You know, the space that I have emptied, <laughs> the space that I've emptied with all the stuff that I have unlearned. I'm trying to like relearn back. Um, even with my faith, a lot of things changed, and we just flipped turned oh, upside down. About. <laughs> <laughs> You know, with you know, the way we're used to doing life and doing church and fellowship and all of those things, everything just changed, man. Everything was tested this year. Family, love. At the time during the lockdown, I was living with my family. I hadn't moved out at the time, so we're together every day, mm. and I work from home. Like, let's not even open that chapter. <laughs> it was enough. It was a lot, you know, and you know that thing with African parents feeling like if you're working from home, you're like low key jobless. Yeah. Um, there's all of that. Uh, also, this year, this year too, I, I moved out, so I left my parents. Uh, am, I, am I allowed to talk about this? One Absolutely, first? that's what we do here. Cool. So I moved out of my parents for the first time. Weirdly, Nigerian parents, they did not want me to move out. They felt like um, they made it about them. They felt like I was moving out because I felt stifled by them. But it wasn't that. It was me. I needed to come into my own, and that meant having my own space. So that was hard financially, emotionally, <laughs> relationally <laughs> with family. You know, it was a whole ass drama. And um, yeah, so even now, I'm figuring out so many moving parts of my life at the same time career work living alone diet exercise faith, maybe no yam every day so many moving parts yeah i see i see Gen- that <laughs> <laughs> relationships everything at the same time yeah that's that's i feel like every time we talk about 2020 even if we start talking and we're laughing we just sober up you know it has that effect on yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's been one for the books like I, I i was um thinking recently about how really and truly like i can't say 2020 has been a bad year for me like i, I did a whole like you know year in review on my podcast and all things factored i can't justifiably say that it was a bad year for me but still i cannot say this year was like a quote-unquote good year because was it a good year for anybody like this year shook you know all of us like it really really did it's you know really changed the way we you know view a lot of things and the way we approach a lot of things um so i've been asking questions all time and i did tell you i gave you that wild card that you can ask me a question so at this point i want to ask do you have any question for toast 
Yeah, why did oh you start this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like any question, this is a question I wanted to ask me. Really? Um okay. Yeah. I I I've actually done a whole podcast about why I started podcast, but I will answer. Um I had a con question which I believe you knew about. Um and it made me rethink many things, I think my whole life. But most importantly, when I was on bed rest, I literally couldn't do anything. And if you know me, you know that I love to talk. You've even said this about me that yeah, I love to talk. <laughs> um, and here I was, I couldn't use my phone, I couldn't do anything. But I had all these ideas floating in my head and all these things, you know, taking up mental space. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do these things that has been in the back of my head. Um, and prior to that. I had gotten the Twitter voice feature, which they, they've now stolen from me. But people were enjoying listening to me just talk. And I found that very creepy and very weird. Um, and someone was like, I should start a podcast on Twitter. Like, I should use the voice feature as a podcast. And I thought that was funny, but like, I was planning on just continuing to record voice features. But then that was taken from me and I really missed it. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. And I had all this time just with my thoughts and I said I'm going to start documenting them I can't like be in front of my computer writing I'm not allowed to read a book I'm not allowed to write or anything like that or do any you know strenuous brain activity but I can't talk so I brought my phone opened voice notes because I didn't even have anchor at the time I didn't have anything I started recording all these voice notes that some I think one actually out of the voice notes made it into a podcast episode but yeah that was that was the why yeah yeah that's 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 a good reason and um i feel like i feel like you're, you're onto something not like you're not already on something <laughs> but like you're onto <laughs> you're onto something great like i enjoyed this conversation i mean i feel a little awkward about the fact that people are going to be listening to this why like, listen i didn't even good for ask them. you like because I, I have many things i want to know like for instance why is your hair blonde now why did you do that? <laughs> 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 um, uh, 2020, bro. <laughs> I can't even fault you. I can't even fault you because a real Omar. You know, oh, to be honest, like that, it was so it was such a weird decision. Like I, I had just gotten in from Enugu. I came in from the airport, dropped my bags at home, and I just went to the um went to the barber shop as in on my way to the barber shop i had no idea i was going to wow. color my hair so i was just sitting there and i'm like you do have hair color <laughs> <laughs> and i showed them okay i want something like this like and it just i mean it was really wow. really spontaneous normally i would think about all the scenarios and be like, I'm i was about to ask you that like when you were home for christmas please what did your parents say Ah, let me let me even bust your bubbles. The day before I went to go and visit my parents, maybe you've not seen any recent pictures. The day before I went to go and visit my parents, I went to the barber shop to go and scrape the whole thing. What? I'm like, eh, I'm not ready for this conversation. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I didn't. I just I just colored the back. To black. <laughs> you fell by. <laughs> Do you know, like I I I've, I've been seeing people rebranding this year, and I was really thinking maybe we're on to like a wholesale rebrand. You know, maybe the next thing is gonna be like I don't know. Do you wear ripped jeans? Do you wear ripped jeans? Do you have earrings? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you have. You know what's funny? Oh my god, this is 
getting interesting. What was funny on Christmas Day, because like uh, when we were together, uh, we we're about to go to church and I wear a sweatshirt and jeans. And my mom looks at me and my jeans are like ripped at the knees. And she's like, Is this how you want to go to the house of God? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh God. So let me put. So at least you see, you now see what I'm working with. I see what you're working with. And why I couldn't go with colored hair. Like they would, they probably wouldn't be able to stop me or anything, but I just didn't have the emotional strength. Like mm. I came here to come and be, rest and be pampered. Do you understand? So I didn't even want to that, that would do anything that would get in the way. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe some other time. Maybe next year when I have the emotional But then can, can you see this thing about perspectives? And I know we're not trying to get deep again because podcast is ending in a minute, but literally it's hair that you can't just shave off right like but then it feels like this big life change like for instance i chopped my hair this year right like so i guess the opposite of what you did and everybody's like oh my god where'd you cut your hair and i was like on a normal day like do you have any memory of my hair have you ever seen my natural hair no you haven't like why is this such a big deal like I Wait, why like, let it go get <laughs> like the hair I shave now is already growing out and I'm angry and I'm going to go and cut it again. And bet you, next time I cut my hair, if for some reason I decide to share it on social media, people will still freak out. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> like, it's so funny. 2021, 2020 is really, really shaping our perspectives. Anyway, Salem, I feel like um, I put you in the spot enough today. This has been a very, very interesting conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. what else and I enjoyed it and I feel like everybody's going to really really enjoy it I honestly didn't even this was totally unscripted right? so I didn't know how a question was going to go I didn't know but you, you dropped yeah. so many like bits that I feel like I spent most of this episode just being like hmm hmm this is probably the podcast episode with the least of my voice since I started this thing because wow I, no, I'm really bad I'm really bad <laughs> no that's not that like literally like I've just like you said so many like aspire to perspire things. I can't even like, and the good, the good aspire to perspire. Like even like literally with this my course. I'm after the podcast episode ends. You already know that comes come and disturb you. But literally like <laughs> I and I I just feel like there's just so much like information I'm taking away. And we don't really do education on this podcast funny enough. But it's just gist, just just gist too. Salem, just gist and for some that's reason, the end I don't know how to it's God that will help me I don't know how to just gist like I mean I know how to just gist but like in the middle of gist I'll say something and my friends will be like mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if and they'll be like no wonder no wonder those people are following you like they call leader and the thing is if I want to set you up right eh, we, we could have done a podcast this episode but you will not allow me to upload it that's really the problem because if I want to provoke now the, <laughs> what these people don't know is that the amount of technicalities that have left this point have left me with footage that is it footage or clips that I can just insert at any point, but you will not, you will not permit. Not <laughs> you will not permit. So I feel like maybe you need to come back another day when you relax. I don't mind. I don't mind. You know. So next time you're coming, we're not doing. You know, this is the introduction to Salem, right? So that's. I think maybe that's what we will cut the episode. And you know, next time it's just gonna be gist. Is that an agreement? We're gonna gist about life. Um. No, wahala, no, wahala. I have plenty. I have plenty. <laughs> you, why? I cannot believe that for one second. 
A-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. Oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> just no. Just no. As in, just know that it's no. <laughs> but yeah, before you go, um, mm-hmm. what's, what's words of wisdom do you want to leave with the people? I'm not saying any word of wisdom again. So that you tell me that you did aspire to aspire. I don't have. I'm not saying... Oh yeah, do you want to drop um a, a a line for us or you know like a bit of vocal? What am I a rapper? Vocal demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> no. You guys, anyway, I actually to anyway. sing. You know, sing. Josh, <laughs> what? No, let's leave that one for the next episode. Okay. Uh, so um, I, I mean, I I'll just say everyone should take their time, take the time to rest, slow down, please, please, please slow down. You, if you're going to speed up, you really need to slow down to get deep. There's no award for like fastest. Um, what's the word? There's no award for fastest crasher. Mm. Right? Like, just, just slow down. It won't, like, whatever it is you're hurrying towards, <laughs> if you crash, you're not going to get to it. You get That's deep. That's deep. Alright. That's not deep. That's deep. You're making this weird. It's deep. It's not deep at all. It's deep. It was a very normal thing. No. It's deep. You're making you it weird. It's deep. Like, I literally did a whole episode about this thing. But you don't listen to my podcast, so you don't know. It's deep. Anyway. Drag me. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for, Thank you for indulging me. Thank you finally. Because we did not talk about, we just, we just, the branding we did in this episode that, oh, yeah, you said, you know, come on my podcast. I said, when? People don't do that. It's, it's, it's October. Anyway, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. Regardless, you know, we're grateful. It worked out very nicely. Um, and the timing. So this episode is gonna come out in January. Um, and mm-hmm. we're already gonna be in the new year. Please tell my people happy new year. You did not see happy new year. Okay. Anyway, happy new year. <laughs> Thank you so much. And yeah, guys, this has been this episode. I will talk to you guys again on Monday at 12 p.m. Bye. Bye.